it's another week in the four-year reference household, and it is another brick in the Isaverse OT. Mm-hmm. Strap in or strap on if you're feeling nasty, friends and lovers. Uh, for those that are unfamiliar, we dabbled as a relationship podcast covering Insecure for the first time on the podcast. We did. <laughs> <laughs> and we've covered all wonderful, beautiful seasons encompassing of Insecure. Go and check out those episodes because we're about to be 305 We Live. Wow. I I feel like I just tried to TikTok and I don't think it worked for me. It is not on brand, but let's continue. Let's get on with the show. Friends and sexy ass daddy tree lovers, welcome back to the Foyer Reference Podcast. You got your host, Katie. And Dottie. Enter the chat of seducing and scheming as we break through tired stereotypes in the hip hop industry. Mm-hmm. Get messy on the live as we discuss rap shit this week. Who are you gonna get Nas cerebral up in this bitch? Nah, I don't think so. I think I think Shauna takes the crown at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like she is she is so up in the brain canals. I don't think there's any way out into the real world, but Ooh, spoiler, 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 get off the live, get off the live, get off the live. And that's particularly in regards to Cliff. The only Cliff we acknowledge is Uncle Clifford in P-Valley. Mm. The only pussy valley that stays wet if you're nasty. Issa, Issa, Issa Ray. Also shout outs to Sarita Singleton. Uh, because we love behind and in front of the screen, I'm going to do a speed round of directors as well as writers. We have Sade, Clacken, Joseph, Lawrence Lamont, which I'm assuming where Lamont Diggs comes from. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see whether Tay-Tay falls into line with the kissing of the forehead and all of that. <laughs> We're embedded in the culture, OT. Uh, Amy Aniobi, Kevin Bray, Jay Ellis did the finale, so I guess he gets a credit for directing. Ooh. <laughs> Christian Nolan Jones in regards to writing. We have Elise Diop, Kid Fury. Wow. Shout outs to The Read. Um, Beautiful, lovely, amazing podcast and great people, as well as Crystal, um, who did The Insecurity, The Insecure After Show. Mm. We're also embedded in the podcast culture. Friends and lovers, Ida Osman, who notably is also in the cast, Issa Rae, Chad Sanders, Chris Sanford, Sarita Singleton, Nina Gloucester, Rosa Handelman, and Fran Richter. Nice. Oh, we got to give the flowers where we can, OT. Uh, Rap Shit premiered on Habomax in July of 2022. Mm. We've been very busy on this podcast, but I've kept it on the schedule and I'm glad we're going to talk about it today. In regards to cast, we have Ida Osman, Chameleon. Yes, thank you. All the dollar signs in Chameleon's direction. Jonica Booth, Devin Terrell, RJ Siler. Nice. I just, he, he liked one of our tweets, so I'm ready to retire, OT. <laughs> I'm ready to risk you and this podcast for RJ Siler. Sorry to tell you. Bro, Ooh. back to back, eh? 
Adam Driver, no, RJ Sila. What, what's going on? I had a long m- time of the month. <laughs> <laughs> My man moons are aligning, OT. Clearly. <laughs> and if we're talking about shows that we have in the backlog, Reservation Dogs, it's on his way, Friends and Lovers. Oh, well, uh, we'll leave RJ Siler and Adam Driver alone. Uh, go and check out our Sandman episode, Friends and Lovers. Uh, apparently, uh, people felt the need to give OT a hug, but that's how we keep it fresh and spicy and nasty. Let's get into first impressions. How did you feel about rap shit? Um, because there's also Sweet Life of Los Angeles that we did try, which we will say. Um, but how did we feel about rap shit? Obviously, we loved Insecure. We support not just everyone black, but especially Issa Rae, anything she does, automatic tax. I know black is fine. You don't need to correct that. <laughs> for you. For you. Yeah. Because there are no enemies in the black community, right? Nah, bro. What there are you talking are no, about? There are no DJ academics. Nah, nah, nah. And <laughs> hush, hush, but I'm pretty sure uh, Jermaine Dupri was the one that uh, spawned the sentiment um, that Shauna had. But anyway, so there's no opposition in the black community. It's everyone else that's it's coming all love, from- <laughs> man. Okay. There needs to be another level. Maybe like above Hotep, there's OT Tep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's get into first impressions. We've kind of already broke uh, the reference matrix, but how did you feel about rap shit? Were you trepidatious because you weren't entirely sure? Um, And how did you feel throughout? And where are you now, my love? I was trepidatious. I think going in, I knew that we were going to give it a chance because uh-huh. A, Issa. Yeah. Um, but she she did that sweet laugh thing and I wasn't a fan just because that's the sort of content I want to yeah. consume. Unless it's Young Famous and African because you ate that up. Yeah. Two yeah. bubbers and otherwise. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but, but. I think when I started with the pilot, I still wasn't sure. I still wasn't sold. Really? Just because Shauna, I knew Shauna would get in my nose. I was trying to, I, I, I was feeling like a, a belly vibes with Shauna. <laughs> I didn't Otto? know if. <laughs> Are you comparing Shauna to Otto? Wow. Not, not necessarily, not to Otto. She reminded me of Sincere. Nas's mm-hmm. character. Literally just call him Nas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I didn't I didn't think I'd vibe with that. I just I, I'm tired of that sort of nonsense. I think it takes away a lot uh-huh. of the things that people need to see. Yeah. You know, and okay, you know, and, and and I accepted that, you know, with the second episode, I was like, okay, now this is gonna add this is adding a different dimension to it. Mm-hmm. A, she's fighting the system, she thinks it's corrupt, she's looking down on people, but we see a different aspect. And this is where we get to see more of Mia. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, now I'm sold. Okay. Now I'm sold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where we lay our resonance and sploosh at Mia's altar. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's interesting because usually, you, well, I guess maybe you do harbor negative thoughts. You just don't share it because usually five <laughs> minutes in, I'm like, I'm sick of this bitch. <laughs> like, <I'm> just, <laughs> like I like I clocked Shauna, and to know that the inspiration behind Shauna's character was a male producer in the industry, maybe Jermaine, Jermaine Dupri, allegedly, I think is what we're supposed to say, but a male, um, you know, music producer in the industry saying the same 
same sort of sentiments that Shauna was saying. It made so much fucking sense. And did I not say when we were watching this, I was like, she's not for women. And it sounds like a man. Like, mm. it sounds like what a man would say. Mm. Right. And we do have a tasty, delicious theme that I'm very excited to get OT to read just to reinforce the, the toxic masculinity. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Um, me, 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 me. I was emotionally invested. I do agree with you. Like I, I knew Shauna was going to be a problem, but if we're talking about whether this show pulled me in immediately, okay, I didn't know what it was going to be. And I think just generally, unless we're talking about Mr. Worldwide, Mr. 305, like I don't know much about Miami. Um, and I guess, you know, unless it's people making fun of Florida, like I don't really know a lot about that. And, you know, very similar to when we first started watching the shy, a lot of the aesthetics I wasn't necessarily familiar with, unless we're talking about the members of day 26, again, friends and lovers. I'm embedded in the culture. I enjoy the culture, but I'm not of the culture. And I guess that's a reference to go and check out our open source hip hop, Mm. the black and brown dialogue. Who does hip hop belong to, OT? (laughs) No one. Um, but yeah, I absolutely love this. And we were really living our absolute best lives. There was a moment in time where we were watching P Valley, Raising Canaan and Rap Shit. Mm. Fucking ace. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get into the themes that we have. Uh, the first theme I have is 305, we live. Um <laughs> I'm still auditioning OT. Don't it's tell me. Ridiculous person. Don't tell me up. I didn't get the part. I'm still auditioning. Uh, this theme in particular, friends and lovers. I'm tired. So I pretty much will only say this one more time. I'm talking about the White Lotus. Even though we do love Natasha Rothwell. It's so important to get people telling their own stories, Mm. right? And it's so egregious that people not of the same race will try and write stories, even until today, correct? Mm. But even then, even in the black community, it is not the same from LA to Miami, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I love so much about Issa Rae. I'm literally, there is, there is, there are no more splooshes for anyone else, not even RJ Silent. There are no more splooshes because they all belong to Issa Rae because she understands that even though she enjoys like the culture in Miami, she's not the best person to be able to bring that to screen. Mm. So there was a lot of involvement if you talk about like City Girls, for example, but just being able to embed that Mm. into the show because you can feel it. So let's talk about the aesthetics. Let's talk about Miami. How did you feel about the backdrop of this series? We haven't covered anything about Miami. It was good seeing, um, I think even watching Issa talk about how much effort she put in Mm -hmm. trying to get people involved that because she's not about that life. She wanted to involve people who knew more about that. So uh-huh. it was really good to see sort of it coming together and it being represented in such a way that I hate the word authentic because... <laughs> <laughs> because inauthentic motherfuckers use the word authentic. That's why. But I loved it. I loved it. 
And, you know, talking about podcasts again, um, what a surprise. I'm into podcasts, friends and lovers, but there's the after podcast with Zach Campbell and Jesse Wu, and they talk about, um, Jesse in particular talks about Miami. Um, and it's so interesting hearing a lot of it. And, you know, there's even literal seducing and scheming, you know, like there are tourists, there are scamming, there's credit cards. And we see that in the TV show and they talk about how accurate it is, right? You can watch it, you can enjoy it but for those like if you know you know right mm. do you think fried broccoli is a thing why not Let's it was fried everything it was a funny line so i really much enjoyed that um it, it's too tasty let's move on to the next theme can you please read this one ot hip-hop belongs to the females see i said that so nicely without any <laughs> well i felt triggered without any residue <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, um, just the age old discussion of hip hop, who are the custodians, who are the gatekeepers, what is the freedom of expression, you know, all the way to Andre 3000, um, you know, and that sort of thing. So what I wanted to talk about, because this show is a, a show about music, right? Specifically mm. about hip hop. And I wanted to talk a little bit about you know, a lot of the themes and I, it was, it was a very like rough sort of cut of Shauna and we would hope, and we would have trust in, in the writing of this show to really give her a bit more dimension, even though we kind of felt a snap back like, in the finale um, of the show. But, you know, she was saying a lot of ridiculous shit. She was saying ridiculous shit. And I think that's what really made her character difficult to love. Yeah. You know, she, she looked down on anyone that was doing anything contrary to what she believed in. But it's because she wasn't successful. If she was successful, she would not fucking care about like anyone else or Raina Reigns doing her Iggy Azalea. Oh, whose <laughs> 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 country? Um, <laughs> does does hip hop belong to Iggy Azalea? Oh, sure, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, but I, I guess what I wanted to talk about in this particular um, theme is, you know, we've we've talked about hip hop a lot. Um, you know, whether whether we want to examine the fact that we talked a lot about male rappers instead of female rappers, um, you know, safe space OT. Um, you may be challenged, but safe space. How do you feel about the sexualization, therefore limitations of female rappers? How do you personally feel in your listening sort of catalogue? Do you feel like you as a man, and I feel like you, I don't, I don't feel like you're going to give us a real answer, but do you feel like, because <laughs> the way you want to appear may not be what you are, right? Um, how do you feel listening to film, female rappers that try to live in both worlds, to be sexy, embrace the WAP, but also have other things to say? I think there's room for both. There's, there's, if you want to be, you know, express your sexuality, who fucking cares? Yeah. You know, you do you. The world is so fucking limited by what people think that you should be uh -huh. or what should, or what is the correct way of entertaining yourselves or sending a message. It doesn't fucking matter at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, some people will look at this like work 
I, I wake up early in the morning. This is not a fucking art and, you know, this is not a craft. Yeah. I'm coming out here to do my nine to five. I'm going to come and sing and get out, you know? Mm-hmm. That's one way to look at it. Some people will look at it as, oh, because I'm entertaining, I need to send a message. You know, the, the people who wear hats that think that, oh, I'm just an entertainer and it doesn't mean shit. You'd get people like J. Cole who came up and be like, oh, this is all my message. And then when shit hits the fan, they like back away from who they, this persona they created. Uh-huh. So it doesn't fucking matter at the end of the day. Whatever tickles your fucking boat, tickles your boat <laughs> or floats your boat. All right. The boat <laughs> that, tickler. Yeah, that's what coming you go to, with. Coming to theaters this summer, right? You know, it, it doesn't matter. If 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 you feel like you have to go the India Re, the Lauren Hill path, say the message, fine. They're successful women out there. Who would you say are your favorite female rappers? Oh, don't think, don't think too much about it because I think this will kind of like flow into this theme. Who would you say are your f- favorite female rappers? Oh man, I'd go Lil Kim. Okay, just because. I but you immediately think of that poster, right? Yeah, but that, that's. <laughs> yeah. Ot doesn't miss squat day, friends and lovers. <laughs> it, it, you thinking about even... Latoury as well now? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where you're trying to take me. But, <laughs> you know, grew up with her, loved it. She's an OG. Love that shit. Okay. How about like Trina? Because Trina's from Florida, I, I believe. Mm. Yeah, I don't mind her. Okay. I really like Nicki Minaj, you know, uh, swollen balls and all. <laughs> um, I like Make the Stallion. I think I'm, I'm think I'm very new to like female rappers. So I think a lot of the newer female rappers, like even if you talk about Lil' Kim are very embracing of sexuality. Uh, um, but I, I, I guess it, it, it's also worth pointing out, and it was mentioned in the show as well, like there's a reason why all the female rappers that rap about their pussy are the ones that are the most popular, right? Mm-hmm. It isn't as if there aren't Shaunas out there. Yeah. And we we also see that later with Francois Boom. That sounds like an Archer character, by the way. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> um, we see that later with Francois because, you know, there was the story that was presented to us and then we learned potentially what the truth might be about, you know, her not wanting to, you know, change but it isn't necessarily that as well. It's also her attitude that she brings. Um, but it's it's interesting talking about it because the show is based on hip hop. It's based on the music. And there was a lot of, like, she had a big chip on her shoulder. She did. And it's like, maybe that's just not the way it should be, fam. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to the next theme. I got baby daddies and long distance baby boys. Can you guess which one is the baby daddy and which one is the long distance baby boy? Baby daddy is your RJ Siler. Uh-huh. Long distance baby boy is your Cliff. Not mine. Yours. <laughs> and you don't think I'm going to ask you at the end of this episode about Jay Ellis being with a white woman? Um, yeah, more power to him, man. <laughs> wow. But you won't say the same thing about Donald Glover, you coward. (laughs) (laughs) He came out with his whole chest. (laughs) That's the difference. We have different conversations outside of the mic. You think this is where we put the spice? No way, friends and lovers. Okay, let's talk about baby daddies and long distance baby boys. Who do you want to start off with? Oh, let's go with um, Lamont. Lamont Diggs. Lamont. Love that name. Beautiful, beautiful name. Um, beautiful man. I'm getting distracted. Um, how did you feel about, because there is the trope of the baby daddy and how potentially the baby daddy isn't necessarily 
present in their child's life, whether it's financially or emotionally, um, that trope gets challenged in this show through Lamont. How did you feel? To be fair, he's a no good baby daddy at the start. He he grows, bruv. There's character development in Lamont where yes. he sees Mia struggling. He sees everything that's going through. And that's when it snaps with him. And he's like, okay, mate, I need to get my shit together. Yeah. By the start, he he was <laughs> he was having fun. He was wild. He didn't care. Yeah, true. So there's a change in Lamont that makes him feel that he wants to do more. And he wants that relationship with Mia to work. Mm-hmm. Even when he came and saw, you know, the kid and the kids trying to get them together. Yeah. Those little things make makes him want to be, okay, mate, I need to get my shit together. Uh-huh. Because a, he, he he's lost he's chasing he's chasing people for his money yeah you know he is trying to prove to Mia that he can be an upright person a stand-up dad yeah but that's all difficult when he's you know he at the back of it you have his mom calling him and telling him hey there's pasta whoever who wants to give you a job you know yeah. call him and he was try, trying to take that down number oh. i was like don't bro don't 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 that Actually, to be fair, let's be honest. I'm pretty sure I cried either happy tears or like frustrated or sad tears. I'm pretty sure I cried every episode in Rap Shit, but that was a very emotional episode. Wait, wait, wait. Let me, you know, we used to watch American Idol under this guy who came out and said. <laughs> I know. The guy that was living in his car with his daughter. Yeah. He was like, oh, I, I really want to be a musician. And I put everything aside. I, I, tunnel vision, musician or bust, you know, and to the point where I slept, you know, with my kid who was sleeping in the car. And you went hard on him, like super, super hard. So did you. Yeah, but I kept the same energy for Lamont. You did not. <laughs> you did not. Well, I guess the difference is the American Idol contestant was the Phil Collins' Another Day in Paradise. <laughs> And and Lamont Diggs was the Brandy and Ray J another day in paradise. <laughs> Ridiculous. It just hits different OT. Wow. <laughs> You hit me with some ridiculousness. I want to hit you right back. <laughs> nah, but uh, uh, it was good to see his growth throughout the, uh, um, throughout the season and all the decisions that he made after realizing that he needs to be a better father well, was quite good. You know, we, we, we come to root for him, even uh-huh. though we see Mia sort of diverting to a different direction. Yeah. But it's not like he didn't have that chance. He just blew it with Mia. So we can't feel bad, too bad for him. He blew it in Mia. Yeah, true that. <laughs> Man, Issa Rae continues to deliver sex scenes. Mm. And I was like, I was like, I need to Photoshop. I need to learn how to use Photoshop because I need to put myself in the sex scene with Lamont and Mia. Oh wow. <laughs> I'm not a cuckold like you in the corner. Oh bro. I need to I need to participate. <laughs> okay, well let's talk about the long distance baby boy. Yeah, who knew you could get whinier than Tyrese in the fetal position? Go and check out our episode of Baby Boy, Friends and Lovers. I don't even know what to say about Cliff. Right? He is the most useless character in, in this fucking show. Copy paste Lawrence from Insecure. Nah, come on now. <laughs> come on. Lawrence had 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 some, at least, despite anything you'd want to say bad about Lawrence, he still had redeeming qualities. Cliff does not. He is, I don't even know what the fuck, man. He is so uptight. He, he has this vision of what he wants Shauna to be. He's all about optics. He is 100% all about optics. And anything out that doesn't reflect on what he thinks is right, 
is absolutely wrong. Yeah. He's a ridiculous man who wanted to keep Shauna in a box. Yeah. And he was cheating on Shauna, but still had this fucking, this facade as he's, he's the most perfect man in the fucking world. But like, historically, men be out here having babies all around the world, right? Mm. I'm not even talking about diamond platinums, but you know, men be out here having babies. Have a baby by me, be a 50 cent leaving stars millionaire, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, men be having babies which way, every way. And then even like the shy when you have Emmett, the minute, and that again, toxic masculinity, the minute their woman steps out and tries to slide on another Jupiter's cock, that becomes a problem. But Shauna wasn't even stepping out. No, but you see what I'm saying? It mm. doesn't matter. Like he can be cheating. It doesn't matter. It, the, the rules don't apply to men or to Cliff in this particular example. Yeah, 100%. I think. And you knew, you knew him and Fatima. Like you just knew. And the live. She's the new Conde- uh Yeah, I was going to say she's the new Condoleezza in him. But anyway. And the live, man. Oh, what man. Was and that? that was very emotional. And I didn't even like Shauna. Remember? Even at that point, we didn't even like Shauna. Yeah. But that was fucking shitty, man. Who? Who does that? <sighs> You would not do that to your worst enemy. Yeah. Like, what the fuck was that? But what was he trying to gain out of that? Even his fucking friends were like, bruh, what is this? Yeah, like, get <laughs> off of this. And oh. even even Kid Fury's character is like, your mom's calling. That was wild. It was disgusting. Even, like, I'm pretty sure it was during that live, Shauna was like, mate, I've been supporting you for years. I've gone to everything. And this was one night. You see, he, he, he barely, there was never a photo taken he was rolling his eyes the whole time and he didn't even want to be there and it's like it's not about you you motherfucker yeah everything had to be about him Mm. the spotlight had to be on him yeah as soon as he felt that shauna was getting somewhere to be successful at least a little bit yeah he was jealous as fuck that's gross though that's gross I i hope they're not men like cliff out there because fucking hell jesus just people be wild out here i don't even know like when it came to that scene, I was like, what do you want us to do with this character after this? <laughs> yeah, like don't, <laughs> I think that's part of the things that are scary when you have like quality penmanship and be like, don't make us like this motherfucker. Like we don't want to like him. Put him in the bin and we'll find another another cliff adjacent character. We don't need him anymore. Bye. Like I'm just waiting at Joffrey sort of fate to befall him wow because what else is there for cliff in this show and what annoyed me yeah was when shauna was feeling down yeah she felt like she had to go back to cliff you know hey cliff i'm sorry let's talk but or that's whatever human, like, isn't yeah. it? Ah, annoying but you understand human. it but it's annoying but the human experience is fucking annoying my love i know i know we're not perfect and Jeez, I, I don't know. I think seeing Cliff in season two, uh, it's something I'm not even keen on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even sure I want to see the same actor in anything else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, because you're right. There's nothing that he would offer aside from like Shauna's come up. Like that would really be the only reason that me, we might want to see him. But aside from that, yeah, we don't need to be seeing Cliff. We mm. get it. We get it. She had a shitty, and the, the problem, like, and I think what's also good is if we're talking about like turning tropes on their head, like, you know, he, he was book smart and he's going to go into politics and it's like shitty men exist everywhere. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, I don't know. And it's like, cause you can see there's a, 
you know, there's a part of Shauna that just wants to explore herself, right? Mm. And you can't do that like you were referencing before in the box that Cliff was trying to put her in. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I guess he's just going through the motions just like a politician. He might not genuinely believe whatever principles he wants to adhere to, but it's important for the public's. Oh, for sure. And I, I think just seeing the sort of dynamism he has, even with his own friends, you could just tell, man, this guy is rotten as fuck. Like, who are you? When when the doors are closed and there's no one else around, who the fuck are you? Man, ah, I think the biggest challenge, you know, <laughs> we get we get a cliff spin-off. <laughs> <laughs> Clifford the dog, right? Mm. <laughs> um, well, that's interesting because I thought you were rooting for everyone black. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I'll check my notes and get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the next theme that I have is sex work. Um I don't think we're going to talk into too much detail, but I will put a little bit of a trigger warning here. Um, We haven't talked about Duke or Chastity yet, but we're going to talk about Chastity um, here. How did you feel about, well, I'm, I'm kind of trying to go to the end, but maybe, maybe we'll, we'll stay in this topic a little bit longer. So, you know, Chastity is that person in your town that's always hustling, always trying to do something. And for the most part, I appreciated a lot of the hustle that Chastity brought, especially in Mm. regards to trying to get Shauna and Mia out there. Mm -hmm. Right. How did you feel? How how did you feel with the way Chastity was treating the girls, but specifically Deja? Because I, I guess we can also, if we want to give a bit of grace to Chastity, there was a big build up, but she was being such an idiot. Like she was being such an idiot, like fangirling in front of Timberland. Like you don't fucking do that. If you're here to like have a legitimate business, you don't fucking do that. And then ignoring like Shauna's hypocrisy, um, you know, there's the you know doing work while you're trying to get work so like having the having the sex workers there as well as trying to get Shauna and Mia on right so there was a lot of build up to that particular scene but that's not fucking on I really didn't like that and there there was absolutely a build up to that moment because it wasn't the first time Deja mentioned why are you giving everything to them yeah I was rocking with chastity up to our point I think yeah same (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Like she's she's pretty much a pimp, right? Yeah. And a PIMP, 50 cent <laughs> Snoop Dogg remix. And whatever you want to think about that you think about that, fine. I put that in the box. Was it wrong of me to think that chastity would be more Yeah, I kind? thought should be more kind, should yeah. be more understanding, should be a more Is about that the on women. Us? I th- but then again, you know who's who's mentoring chastity, you know? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is fucking... <laughs> oh, gee, I don't even... You know, when you think a pimp named Slickback, that's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> so... I don't know. I just thought she'd be more about the women and their welfare and treating right. them with 
kindness, mate. Yes, yeah, Jelaine Chastity. Making them feel as if it's part of, you know, it's it's a symbiotic relationship. Yes, yeah, Jelaine Chastity Maxwell. Because, man, she, when, she, when she came up to Deja with her attitude. And yeah, gross. Like, she made Deja feel so small. Yeah. You need me. Yeah. Apologize. Say you fucking need me or Yuck. bounce. Yuck. I was like, what the fuck? Yuck. I know whatever it is this mentor of yours is teaching you about setting boundaries and whatnot, there's better ways of going about that and treating people. But we're not watching the Care Bears. We're watching rap I know, shit. I know, I know. <laughs> and, and then again, you know, probably this is more realistic. But I didn't like it. It was gross. Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't vibe with that. I, and, I, and you're right. I supported, I supported Chastity all the way through. Even, you know, getting the DJ, you know, like, you know, really using, you know, her smarts and her acumen to get the DJ to play Seducing Scheme, right? In the club. Mm. Um like that was so great. And then spending and how how is barbecue only 20 bucks in America? I would like to know. Maybe we need to move <laughs> to the 305. Um, but you know, Chastity giving her last dollars, right? So mm. Shauna and Mia could go and get some barbecue, right? I was I was with her until Deja was like, you can't keep taking money. Like you're not even paying these girls, right? Mm. It, that was even before we got to the party, even before mm-hmm. we got to, you know, the the sort of ending of this season. You know, Deja kept mentioning it. Like how long are you going to string these girls along? They need to get paid, right? And then we get to the end scene and, you know, even before we got to the end scene, I'm like, I don't know about this. We can't. But you're right. You're right. But again, you keep saying you're rooting for everyone black. I am. The re- <laughs> <laughs> In theory? <laughs> Not the characters, the actors. <laughs> like, anyway, um, it, it just felt super wrong. I, I feel like there's a bridge with chastity that she needs to reconcile with herself. Yeah. She needs to really think about what she's doing for these girls. Yeah. How she, whether or not she wants to continue doing this. Yeah. And if she does, then just be better. Yeah. Be a better person, man. Yeah. Like, I know you, you, you've you probably had a really rough childhood. You had a tough life. Just treat them better, yeah. mate. Just, I can't say anything other than that. You might as well be with a man pimp. Exactly. Uh, mm. Do better. Man, I, th- I thought my days of watching a pimp name slip back was done. <laughs> <laughs> a pimp named Duke back. Uh-huh. Oh, yucky, yuck, yuck, yuck. No, 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 no. Uh, let's go into something lighter. Um, we haven't even touched on it at all, but something that makes rap shit so um, unique and, and in, in way of its execution being successful of all the offerings, out, I would say, is the use of social media, you know. Um, you know, OT, OT might not have accounts, but he's definitely out there. He be, he be surveilling <laughs> you, friends and lovers. They call him OT Snowden if you're nasty. Wow. <laughs> Um, but you know, there, there's the, there's a component of what we choose to portray out in the world. And even though I loved Mia, I'm like, really, when she went on the live and she's like, if you're mad and it's like, mate, that's your man. <laughs> 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 if he's not paying, like he's not, 
<laughs> like, why are you projecting? Like, this is all you, my babes. But anyway, um, I want to talk a little bit about that because it's so, it's so telling. It's so telling in the way that the, and I love how it, it feels so cohesive. Mm. It doesn't feel like a novelty. It doesn't feel like a novelty because this is how people live their lives now. You know, most of it is on social media. I think we watched a documentary not long ago and we were so surprised as to what the fuck? Literally all their fucking lives and every incident was on social. Like they pretty much just put the documentary was pretty much just showing. You're talking about the husband and wife? Yeah. With the kids? Yeah. On Facebook. I think it was like a Facebook. Like everything. 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 Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Every little incident, every little... Mate, if you're on social like that, just i don't know man it's but a lot it's a lot there, there needs to be levels yeah there needs to be levels but people are like are out there putting their lives the whole lives out there like that and uh i love the way isa's brought that into rupture yeah you know it's showing how people are living now yeah true to form making fun of shauna's dancing when they were recording their rehearsal <laughs> <laughs> All that ass and you don't know how to throw it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, you know, yeah, like, I, again, I just got so emotional watching this show. Even when they're first in the car and they, like, they form the seducing and scheming. Like, that was a very emotional. And, like, shout outs, shout outs to the writers and everyone involved in rap shit. Because the comments on the live are very much what the comments would be. <laughs> I was very active during the Insta versus. Like it was very on point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, absolutely. That social aspect was definitely met. Mm. Can we talk about the seducing and the scheming of it all? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Saronis Jackson because <laughs> <laughs> if there was anyone to cross over into the rap shit um, Isaverse, it would definitely be him. And we've talked about games people play. Um, there was a very dramatic scene with him and it's an inside joke between OT and I of sending pictures of Saronis Jackson when we feel so so overcome by a moment <laughs> yeah man games people play was a, was a moment mate it was absolutely a moment um but you know coming back to the seducing and the scheming like you knew the storyline was going to come back and bite shauna in her fine ass mm-hmm we knew it. What um, an idiot. And when Maurice stopped calling her, I'm like, because I don't think you even clocked it. Because we we're getting near the end and she kept messaging him and you're like, oh, why is he doing this? Like, I'm like, bro, he's in jail. <laughs> he probably got arrested. <laughs> I thought he just hit it and was like, yeah, I'm done. Because Shona was trying to get too clingy. But... Um, friends and lovers, I think there's some, there's some cameras installed in our house because when Maurice was behind Shauna and saying, Hey, feels like you got an ass back there. I feel like, you know, they, they've heard OT. <laughs> I, I, I feel like OT has been heard in our most tender moments, friends and lovers. Issa requested lines to be submitted, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I did my part. <laughs> But I was like, I was like, he's in jail, bruv. Like, like, <laughs> he got scooped up. Yeah, she's she did not even think that. I don't know how far you can be removed where you're committing a crime and to think that, ah, easy money, I'll just be doing this forever. No uh, consequence. The first time and you get away with it, mate, run. 
But maybe we're not primed for these sorts of seducing and scheming then. Maybe not, but wow. Credit card fraud is not fucking something to play with. Uh-huh. And it, and she's out here doing it so obviously. Yeah. Like anyone trying to investigate this, all roads will lead to Shauna quite easily. But So you're saying because the reason why she got caught in season one was because they needed money. So she ramped it up. But you're saying even before she ramped it up, she was being sloppy in these streets. Yeah. <laughs> She's getting a car. She's stealing cars from the same place. Mm. <laughs> Anyone doing a, for- a forensic audit on those? Me, it's fucking easy yeah. to see what what's the common point of where the transaction started happening. Yeah. Oh man, like she's the most ridiculous character. Because now I'm remembering. Remember when she? Okay, let's let's just get to the end scene. Let let's get to like the the ending of season one where it gets muy caliente. Shauna decided to hijack the moment for herself. Mm -hmm. Actually, let's take a little sidebar. What did you think about Shauna's friends? They're trash. They're not really her friends. Jill at Spotify. (laughs) Jill Jill is trash. I would say she isn't, but then later on, yes. But when it was first presented, I was like, I don't know. I feel like Shauna might have squandered an opportunity, but it's like once you're ready, once you have it, like come to your friend. What I didn't like about Jill was when they did the gossipy shit. Like that bitchiness, I didn't like. Like, fine, Shauna is putting, or she's asking something that you feel like is putting your job on the line. Tell her that. Don't be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, would love, yes, queen. Yeah. And then next minute, after the immediate after the call, you call your other friend to complain and gossip about that. And then when another person brings Shauna's song to the table. Yeah. And then now she's like, oh, yeah, Yeah, my friends, I can bring them in. Fuck off. Nah, nah. Ah, just. Yuck. (laughs) But I think that's part of the problem. Like, I would be too vindictive. I would burn all my bridges. (laughs) I'll get nowhere. I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. Me too. But Shauna didn't know that. Okay, well, let's go back to Shauna. Let's go to, you know, where where we get left and, and where we're pretty much on the street with Ray J and Brandy. Another day in paradise. You're welcome. That's a callback. Ayo. Um, we're kind of left to just simmer until the next season of Rapture, which has been renewed. So very exciting. Um, Shauna deciding to take the moment for herself. Because I told you, she has no self-awareness and takes no responsibility on on her trajectory or lack mm. of. She blames it all on Francois Boom, and she she feels like he's the reason. He's he stifled her success, and she's nowhere to blame. And I told you that, and you're like, nah, nah, nah. Her hijacking that moment was was ample ample evidence that she learnt nothing. Yeah, it was revert back to type to episode one, Shauna. Yeah, and that wasn't a good look. And I think that's what sort of rubbed Mia the wrong way, and she was like me. I don't want to be in this group. I don't have to do this. I, yeah. I, I don't want to be like even there. Re- you can tell that's where the point where Mia realized that this relationship will never be the same. Yeah. And even when they were meeting up with Chastity at the end, and and Sean is like, "Oh, Mia, please let's continue doing this. Even if you are not friends anymore, please let's just." Ew. Do remember at the party when she was like, "Oh, Mia does all of this, but I'm the one with, behind the pen." Fuck off. Mm-hmm. Ew. Yep. Gross. When Mia's the one that fucking wrote most of that shit. Yeah. Uh, 
annoying. Annoying as fuck. Like Shauna, Shauna needs to do some work. <laughs> wow. She grew so much in four or five episodes. Yeah. And then just erased it all because some guy looked at her and like, man, I thought you'd be singing about, you know, the hair and the culture and the people and how we're being oppressed and all that shit. Yeah. Well, everyone wants to listen to that all the time. Yeah. Sometimes people just want fucking bangers. Yeah. Put the banger on, dance, lose yourself. Yeah. I don't want to see, oh, we got shot again. Yeah, let's try and... No, we know the problems. Yeah. We're fucking black people. We know the problems. Yeah. Unless you're putting up a fucking manifesto of how we fix it. Don't tell us. Yeah. Actually, no, 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 no. We know what's going to happen. <laughs> just unless it's a fucking solution. Fuck out of here. Mm. You're just going to spread those cheeks until the solution comes, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a bullet point solution. Give us a fucking blueprint. Then that's where we start. Okay, maybe this is something different. We know the problems. Um, also, if we're talking about authenticity, it was nice to see like, um, you know, the Haitian community in Miami. Mm-hmm. Like really cool. Really enjoyed it. Um, shout outs to Jean Ellie. Um, and there's also that series on All Black. Yeah. We need help. <laughs> <laughs> send help send help thank you yeah that's a oof. yeah yeah we'll cover it soon yeah that's but. like him and him and Ern would be best friends from atlanta <laughs> they would <laughs> they need help we got y'all they need help mm-hmm. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Is there anything else you want to end with, my love? Really enjoyed this show. It's really good. If anyone's listened to this and hasn't watched it, give it a show. Give it a go. It should be on Hobo Max and on Standing Australia. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, give it a go. Nice. We're going to finish off in a segment we call Fire Reference. OT. I'm going to go with the lowest hanging fruit here and do insecure because we... That's rude. Well, it's the lowest hanging fruit because it's Issa. Never use that phrase in Issa Rae, how dare you, I will fight you. (laughs) You thought thought Chastity could fuck up a bitch? (laughs) 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 And that's a reward, friends and lovers, for those that make it to the end of the episode. Fuck's sakes. <laughs> Continue your reference, but how dare you? I like to reference insecure. Um Issa does. You better not cut that out, you motherfucker. You better keep that in. <laughs> Issa does does a marvelous, marvelous job. It's one of the best shows out there. Period. Yeah. Ten toes down, hand, hands down, all mm-hmm. the down. I will reference if we're talking about playlists that I've created and learning new music based off of new TV shows. Oh, new music? Where are you from? <laughs> You're I'm not from, in Mississippi. I'm from Chuckalisa. Or curating new music. <laughs> they didn't tell you. They didn't tell you that the Carl family had a brown daughter. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> P Valley. If you would like to uh, test the pH balance of my waterfront on Twitter and Instagram, we're at FreeRefmon. Write us an email at hellofpodcast.com. We're also on hashtag OT is not for all black people podcast. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Again, another gift for staying at the end, friends and lovers. If you'd like to leave a rating and review, also sign up to our newsletters, you motherfuckers. Yeah, do that. We fucking love yous, and we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Bye.